Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. And we're so happy that you've tuned in and joined us today. We're bringing some really important truths from the Word of God to you. So we encourage you, go grab a Bible and a notebook. Take some notes so you can look back at it later. Meditate on the teachings and really let the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit make an impact in your life. We also want to encourage you to go ahead and go to our website at impacttoday.tv and maybe send us an email. Let us hear from you. We'd love to hear what God's doing in your life. If you receive Christ um, during this program, or if you experienced a healing in your body, or even if you have a prayer request, reach out to us. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. So what are we talking about today? We are continuing our discussion on the seven realities that will elevate your faith. When these seven things become very real to you, uh, when you're aware of them, when you're educated in them, faith will just be the natural uh, byproduct. Your faith will go to another level. Uh, we talked about the integrity of God's Word. We talked about... Uh, the reality of redemption, the reality of the new creation, and the reality of righteousness. That God himself is our righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus became our righteousness, and now we are the very righteousness of God in Christ. Wow. When, when God looks at you, he sees you just as righteous as he sees Jesus. Hmm. That's an amazing thing. And it's only because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection on our behalf. Amen. Now, when I say seize you, I'm talking about the one who's accepted Jesus Christ. If you haven't received Jesus, you need to receive Jesus. Yes. Amen. And then his righteousness becomes your righteousness. Uh, but that brought us again, and this is like the third or fourth week now, that we're talking about the reality of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We need to be more aware of him. One man says, become God inside, minded. In other words, you're mindful of the living God living inside of you. Mm -hmm. uh, First Corinthians, First Corinthians 6.19 says, what? Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you're not your own? John 14, again, John 14, verse 16 says, let me find it here. It says, Jesus is talking here. And he says, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Notice the Holy Spirit is a person. He dwells inside of you. And why is he there? He is there to help, help you. Mm -hmm. The word helper there actually means, in the Greek, it's the, the Greek word parakletos. And it means helper, comforter, counselor, strengthener, intercessor, standby. Advocate. And advocate. Mm -hmm. And uh he is all of that inside of you when you've accepted Christ and when you're filled with him. The more you're full of the Holy Spirit, 
the more he is this to you. Glory to God. And then we discussed how uh, he, Jesus said he'll teach you all things. He reminds you of things of the past, things that Jesus taught. Uh, he will testify of Jesus. He will guide you into all reality. And he will tell you of your future. Mm -hmm. He does all of that. And that brings us uh, to John chapter 16. Let's read verse 13 and 14. John chapter 16, verse 13 says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Verse 14, he will glorify me, for he will take what is mine. He will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Amen. Amen. It, you know, but go ahead and read the next one too. Verse 15, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So the next thing the Holy Spirit does from within you, he's inside of you, is he glorifies Christ. Now, a lot of people, they just read that on the surface and say, the Holy Spirit makes sure that Jesus gets all the praise and honor and glory. Well, there's some truth to that, but that's... No, weird. but they'll even say, don't ever even mention the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They take it to an extreme. They take it to an extreme. Mm -hmm. Really what he is saying here, when it says glorify me, it's actually saying he will reveal my glory. Yes. The Holy Spirit inside of you will reveal the glory of Christ to you. And through you. And in you and through yes. you. Yes. It's awesome because I tell you, there is a person. He is glorious and his name is Jesus Christ. Everything he has done, everything he is, everything, everything he's doing for you right now, Jesus, he is wonderful. He is glorious. He is mighty. He is the first and the last, mm -hmm. the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, the great I am, the eternal son of God, the lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. The more you know the Holy Spirit, you will more know Jesus even more mm -hmm. because he is the one who testifies of Christ and he glorifies Christ. Um, I'll never forget one time when I was praying, actually spending a little extra time in prayer, not much, but just a few days apart, alone, uh, the Lord just seemed to really impress upon me that my highest calling in life was not to be an evangelist, not to do miracle festivals, that my highest call is to know Him, mm -hmm. to walk with Him, to know Him more intimately. You know, Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, the great apostle Paul, who established churches all over Europe, wrote half the New Testament, worked miracles, did all of that. He said in Philippians 3, after he had done all of that, he said in Philippians chapter 3, my determined purpose is that I might know him who Jesus. My determined purpose. If there was anyone who already knew Jesus, it was Paul. And he said, my determined purpose is that I might know him Amen. and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Hallelujah. There's a lot to know. 
The more we get to know of Jesus, the more we realize how much we don't know of him. That's true. He is infinite mm -hmm. in glory. So, But the Holy Spirit, notice, he will glorify Christ. Now, notice it says here, how will he do it? For he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. You know why that's so important? Because when you came into the family of God, you became an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. That means everything Jesus has is also yours. It's amazing. And that's when you realize these things, that's when you can walk in this kind of victory here in this life as, uh, as having dominion, not just being subservient to circumstances, but being in control because you're yielded to the Holy Spirit and you know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. But that also brings us to the, the, the next thing we want to talk about with the Holy Spirit, about the Holy Spirit. It's found in Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit from within you will help you pray. Yes. Amen. Two ways. Well, more than several ways. First of all, he will just guide you in prayer. He'll lead you to pray for things that maybe you wouldn't, you weren't planning on uh, praying about. Yes, I love that. Amen. I but, love to pray in the Spirit. But then there's yeah. praying in tongues, yes. which we've been quoting almost every episode now because it's so important where it says, um, he who prays in an unknown tongue, is not, or he who speaks in an unknown tongue, isn't speaking to men, mm -hmm. to people, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks or prays about mysteries, plans, purposes. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Spirit helps us in prayer. But notice here in this, it also says, there's a, a, another aspect of praying in the Spirit. It says that he will help us pray with groanings too deep for words. Mm -hmm. Sighs too deep for words. There is a realm of prayer inspired by the Holy Spirit where it's deeper than tongues. It's deeper than your own language. It's just, it's so deep. All you can do is groan it out, mm -hmm. sigh it out. But you have to give voice to it. Mm -hmm. This happened recently in one of our meetings. Um, yes. Just in North Carolina a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. At the end of a service, there was this one young lady and the presence of God just fell on mm -hmm. her and she collapsed forward on the ground and just groaning groaning yeah at the same moment see because you can just stand there and watch that and think hmm that's i wonder weird. what's wrong with her that's weird mm -hmm. or you can yield to the holy ghost on the inside of you mm -hmm. which is what i did and the pastor's wife mm -hmm. and the three of us we joined together and it was like the holy spirit grabbed a hold of us together mm -hmm. we grabbed a hold of something together with him and we prayed it out and yeah. it was mostly groanings. Yes. I personally believe that when that happens, 
it is something to do with souls being birthed into the kingdom. Amen. You know, people talk about revival, talk about the move of God. There's many different variables. There's many different sides to that. But there has to be travail yes. in the spirit to bring forth new births. Amen. We're after new births, yes. and that is how they happen. That's right. Amen. Amen. Isaiah says, when Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Yes. Amen. Notice another aspect here. It says here in verse um, 26 again, it says, uh, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. As we ought. See, we're limited in our minds. Our minds are not all knowing. In and of themselves, our mind can't remember everything in the past, doesn't know everything that's going on in the present, and certainly does not know the future. Now, your spirit, because your spirit is in the spiritual realm, it, it can tap into the eternal realm, in and of itself can pick up things. Yeah. Your spirit knows things that your mind doesn't know. However, the Holy Spirit is all-knowing. Yes. Amen. He is everywhere at once. You know, he doesn't live in time. Time lives in him. So he, you know, he doesn't look back to the past. He's still there. He doesn't look into the future. He's there. He is eternal. And, and, and he's everywhere at once. So he knows things that we in of ourselves cannot know. Yeah. And so when we pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit can help us pray for things that we would not know how to pray for or know what to pray about. Now, recently, something happened in our lives. We were in another nation, and we were driving in the middle of the night, coming home from a festival. At 3 o'clock in the morning, our driver did not speak English, and um, he was not listening to us to slow down, and he was following somebody else who was going pretty fast, too. Uh, he was going... In a heavy rainfall at 3 o'clock in the morning on a highway 80 miles per hour or 130 kilometers per hour at least, at least this much. And the, there was a lot of water on the road. We tried to get him to stop. He didn't. The next thing you know, he lost control. He hydroplaned, lost control of the car. He spun on the road. Now, going 130 kilometers per hour or 80 miles per hour, for those of you who live in America, lost control we, we went off to the edge of the road where there was like a curb hit the curb went flying in the air and then went down a 10 foot 10 foot three meter embankment spun in the air mm -hmm. <laughs> 360 degrees went around in midair and landed boom <laughs> on our tires in water and by the grace of God, Victoria and I, our travel companion, our friend, as well as the driver, we walked away mm -hmm. from an accident that could have been extremely serious. Yeah. It could have been fatal. Mm -hmm. Well, we were very thankful. And the next morning when I, well, that was in the morning. Well, after I slept a little bit and then got up, um, got on my knees to just spend time with the Lord, this overwhelming gratitude welled up from within me. And I realized 
I really could be dead right now. Yeah. Or, or worse, in a hospital. Oh, in a hospital <laughs> with a broken bag and severe pain. Yeah. And I walked away from this without a scratch. I was so thankful mm-hmm. to the Lord. Well, we testified about it. We, we you know, sent out an email update. We, we notified our partners. And, and five different individuals approached us and said we had an urgency this time on this trip of yours. Now, these are people who pray for us, uh-huh. but specifically on this particular trip, they had an urgency to pray for us, for our safety. Five different people. One was awakened in the middle of the night. So I, I was awake in the middle of the night. I was praying for you. I was praying in the spirit. I had an urgency. Another pastor in New York, uh, he, he said, for weeks before your trip, as I was praying in tongues, I would hear these words come out of my mouth. Talking, I would say your names. And then I would say, safe and safety. Mm-hmm. Safe and safety. And mysteriously, at the end of your trip, that stopped. I wasn't praying that anymore. And then I got this report from you. Another lady, she said, I had an urgency in my spirit. I was praying and in my spirit, I heard these words, spare their lives, spare their lives. And then I saw your email. And so we're just so thankful. That was the Holy Spirit helping people who did not know the circumstance we were going to be in. Right. He inspired them to pray for us. The angels went to work for us. And what could have been fatal was nothing. We walked away without a scratch. My friend, that is the power of the Holy Spirit. It's supernatural. When you pray in tongues, my friend, you could be praying for somebody on the other side of the world. That's exactly what happened this time. Yes. Uh, I know one time Victoria was praying a lot for our children in tongues. Yeah. I was too. But she was starting to feel almost bad about it. She was mm-hmm. like, Lord, it just seemed like recently that's all I do is pray for my children. And there's so much need in the world and all of this. <laughs> and, you know, uh, a friend of ours, and a, a woman of God, a prayerful woman mm-hmm. from in another state, she called Victoria up and she says, I have a word for you. Is that how it went? Well, she said, the Lord wants me to tell you. The Lord wants me to tell that you. That you think all you do is pray for your kids. Mm-hmm. But when you pray in the spirit, you're going all around the world. Yes. Praying for things all around the world. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. He is the helper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He knows the future. Um, I love to pray in the spirit. Now you can pray in tongues and not be praying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You can pray in the spirit in tongues and every now and then English starts coming out. And I remember a couple years ago, there was a, a few months period where I started praying out a word that I never used. Mm-hmm. And it was episodes, episodes, episodes. And so, you know, you have to be careful not to put your own interpretation on mm-hmm. things when you pray. I'm mm-hmm. thinking episodes like someone's having an episode, you know, and then you get further down the line and we started making episodes. television episodes. And I realized, mm-hmm. see, I had no idea we were going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. 
I, if you had told me that back then, I would have laughed. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Ghost knew, and things needed to be prayed up to line things up. And so here I am praying about these episodes. Hallelujah. I love it. I it's love supernatural. it. Supernatural. Amen. Amen. God is good. Yes. Jesus is Lord. John, 1 John 1 4 John. 4. This is a beautiful, beautiful scripture, which most people can, well, a lot of people can quote this. Sometimes we don't quote the first part. 1 John 4, 4 says this. You are of God, little children. Amen. You are, now he's talking to people in the church, people who are born again. You are of God, little children. Say this, I'm born of God. I'm born of God. I am his child. I am his child. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Now, who's the them? In verses 1 through 3, he's talking about demonic forces. And so he's saying, you're, you're born of God, little children. You're a child of God, and you have, past tense, overcome them. Why? Because he who is in you is greater than he who's in the world. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit who's inside of you is greater than the devil and the demons or the circumstances that you might face in the world. Amen. Amen. That that can be a, become a part of your confession. Greater is he who's inside of me than he who's in the world. The God who's inside of me is greater than the devil. Mm-hmm. The one who's inside of me is greater than the circumstances greater than this situation, greater than sickness, greater than disease, greater than poverty, greater than lack. Amen. Amen. The love of God in me is greater than the hatred in the world. Mm -hmm. Amen. People might be against you. You might be persecuted. Maybe you're being threatened. Whatever the situation, just say, the one who's inside of me, he'll put me over the top. The love of God who's inside of me is greater than the hatred in them. Mm -hmm. I win in this situation. Because God is on my side. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So become aware of God inside of you. If you're born again, become aware that your body, again, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you have from God. You are the temple of the living God. For God has said, I will dwell in you. I will walk among you. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Amen. But in order for him to live inside of you, once again, you need to know this. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He paid the price for you. He died on the cross for you. He shed his blood for you. He rose again for you. You have to come to him. You have to come to him. You have to renounce your past and say, I'm coming to you, Jesus I can't do it on my own. I can't save myself from this sin, but I believe that you died on the cross so I could be saved from sin. And I call on your name. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And when that happens, salvation means you receiving everything that Jesus' death on the cross paid for. Eternal life comes into you. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16 says, 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, just do it right now as my wife Victoria prays with you. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I come to you knowing that I'm a sinner. I come to you knowing I'm a sinner. And that I need a Savior. And that I need a Savior. I believe that Jesus Christ is your only son. I believe that Jesus Christ is your only son. And that he's perfect. That he's perfect. That he came to this world. That he came to this world. To live a perfect life. To live a perfect life. And to die on the cross as my substitute. To die on the cross as my substitute. To pay the penalty for my sin. To pay the penalty for my sin. To take my punishment upon him. To take my punishment upon him. So right now I repent. So right now I repent. I turn from my old ways. I turn from my old ways. I say, Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, you are Lord. I believe that you died and God raised you from the dead. I believe you died and God raised you from the dead. And now I ask you to come into my life. Now I ask you to come into my life. And wash away all my sin. And wash away all my sin. Make me brand new. Make me brand new. I thank you that you do it. I thank you that you do it. I receive you now. I receive you now. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. And I thank you that now I'm a child of God. I thank you that now I'm a child of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. For those of you who prayed that with all of your heart, I announce to you in Jesus' name, your sins are remitted. They're forgiven. They're washed away. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, we've talked a few weeks now about the person of the Holy Spirit living inside of us. I want you to just pray this after me right now. If if you want to be filled with the Holy yeah. Spirit, Jesus said in Luke 11, ask and you shall receive. Amen. He said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall not your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So pray this. Father, in Jesus' name, right now, I ask you to fill me with your Holy yes, Spirit. Yes, Lord. Fill me up with the mighty Holy Spirit from deep within. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, come take charge of my life. I yield myself to you. And I thank you that you give me a heavenly prayer language that I can speak in tongues like Brother Mark and Victoria talk about. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you do this in them. I thank you that you're filling people with your mighty Holy Spirit as they're driving down the street as they're listening in their homes, wherever they're at, I thank you, your mighty presence comes upon them now. In Jesus' name, we give you honor and glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Don't forget to visit our website, impacttoday.tv. We love you and just be aware of the Holy Spirit within you. God bless you. See you next time.